average American woman weighs 159 pounds. That is the same as the average American man in 1935 or yeah. 1940s, something like that. Yeah, people are getting progressively fatter. Like, yeah. But once again, as the meat industry amps up and amps up and then comes out with these speed slaughterhouses and people are getting more and more meat, more and more beef, people are getting fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter and fatter. We had those sugary cereals and everything like that way back in the 50s and all that other bullshit. But, you know, once meat started getting amped up, boom. Uh, my problem is processed sugar. I am addicted to it like a drug. And they tell you that, that sugar is more addicting than like meth and heroin and nicotine. and It's the worst one yet. It is. And it's the most socially acceptable in our culture, which is terrible. It's the sugar industry, man. It's the sugar industry. Big sugar. Big sugar. It is, though. Like, I, I have... It sounds like a rapper. Big sugar. Big sugar. Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Has he hit the streets again? I, I don't know. Look out. So. Fuck Suge Knight, man. He's going to kill me for saying that, but... I don't know. I'm just saying people have gotten progressively fatter over the thousands of years from meat. We're not we're supposed to eat more plants than meat. Yes, we're omnivores, but our diet historically has consisted more of plant than meat. So you still eat chicken, right? I do, but after the honestly, if I go to Burger King and that impossible whopper is there and if it does taste the way everybody else is saying it tastes like a regular burger that might be like the stepping stone I need to just completely obliterate meat from my Have life. Have you ever had a veggie burger or a garden burger? Yeah, they suck. They're horrible. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of them. They're I mean, terrible. So what's what makes the Impossible Burger so different? Maybe just the way they make it. Maybe they've technology is advanced where they can make it so that it's you know taste better i don't know i i have no idea like i, I mean, don't know anything about the impossible burger i just know that it's like i think it's all plant-based it's definitely it's like no meat so and i know your goal you haven't <coughs> eaten pork or beef in a long time yeah but you still have chicken but you always told me ultimately your goal was to cut out meat altogether you wanted to be vegetarian and vegan yeah you, you wanted to do it in, in intervals i respect that because you can't cut cold turkey unless unless health hazard you have to you can't cut cold turkey i and you know what i'm not trying to become a vegan like you but at the same time i kind of want to try the impossible whopper i do i just want to see if if it lives up to the hype <laughs> like maybe it'll live up to the hype for me because i haven't eaten a burger in years so maybe it'll be better for me because I'll taste it and it'll taste kind of like a burger. So for my brain, it'll be like, that's a burger right there. You know, that could be for me. And then you'll taste it because you, maybe you eat burgers a lot. I don't know how often you eat beef. I'm not crazy about beef. Not crazy about beef. But you have the occasional hamburger. Occasional, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you eat it more. more recent than you, for sure. Yeah, so then you might eat it and you'll be like, God, this is dog shit. Like, how can you eat right. this? My problem is my wife, Kristen, she loves beef. Beef is her, like, her favorite. She craves red meat. If we go a long time without having red meat, she starts to get like the shakes. Yeah, like the anxiety <laughs> about like you, now. I'm not like that at all. I, I know I've I've had, you know, the macho manly thing is to eat eat a medium rare steak cooked on the grill. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Like, I hate steaks, dude. I freaking hate steaks. If you ask probably nine guys out of ten, 
Yeah, what's your favorite food? They go, oh, good, good done steak. Not me. I, I can't tell you the last time I've had a steak. It's been years since I've had a steak because I don't care for steak, and they're fucking expensive. If you go to the restaurant and order a steak, <coughs> a filet mignon or, um, prime rib or, or anything of that nature, guess what? It's gonna be a lot of money. Oh yeah. New York strip, T-bone, anything. It's gonna be a lot of money. I don't want to spend that much money on something I don't care for. From back in my steak eating days, I remember you ha- you had to know how to cook a steak. There is millions of ways you sure. you can cook sure. it wrong. 100%. And mo- and a lot of people that never like steak, a lot of times it's because they got, you know, it cooked wrong for them. It wasn't cooked by somebody who knows how to cook a steak. And you got to know how he's it's like for the longest time when I was a kid, I used to hate steak because every steak I ate was tough and it was dry and it was gross and I was like, "Why would I eat this?" So I never ate steak and then I tried it again in my like late teens, early 20s. I was like, Oh, now this is what a steak is supposed to be, apparently. So maybe it's got, like, you just never got any way to cook it right for you. Maybe, maybe. But even if that's the case, guess what? Why start now? Like, I don't need it in my life. I'm doing just fine without steaks. That's fair. That's a very fair statement. So I don't even care. Now, burgers, on the other hand, I do like burgers, but I don't love them. (laughs) But I do eat them quite a bit because, like I said, Kristen loves them. Here's the thing about burgers. She likes her burgers rare. Ugh. I like my oh burgers my God. well done. You can't have a burger rare. You can't do that. Well, she may, maybe medium rare. I was going to say, like, people. there are she people that rare. do it. She there are rare. people that do it. You shouldn't do it. You she, shouldn't she do it. She doesn't. She's like... They are filled with parasites. She's borderline zombie, I guess. Likes the red meat. But she, you know, a lot of times she'll get it medium rare. I was exaggerating. She does get it rare sometimes, but usually she gets it medium rare. Me, I'm a well-done guy. Oh, yeah. Give me that done. Well done. Cook it. Freaking cook it. Cook it. I want it charred. I want that thing black. I want it to be like a fucking hockey puck. <laughs> People who listen to this podcast, they're like, I'm done listening now. You know, say what you want about Trump. Say what you want about movies. But when you fucking talk about beef like this, how dare you, now, listen, sir? When how I, dare when you? When I say that someday I would like to be a vegetarian or vegan... I don't have a problem with meat eating in and of itself. I have a problem with the industry. I have a problem with factory farming. If if you eat a ca- eat a, a, a hamburger and it comes from a cow that lived in the fields and it was eating grass and it was grazed and it was living the high life till it was killed, okay, I'm fine with that because the cow wasn't tortured from the moment it came out of the fucking mother cow to the time it died. So like I I will extend that if you got it from like a farm or they're just raised in the field, okay, that's fine. But I'm talking Free about free range, yeah, grass fed. Yeah, I'm ta- I'm talking about the animals that are in like cages where they can't move for their for years on end or months on end, and they're given slop and st- stuck with cattle prods and getting shocked and tased and all this shit and beaten. Like that's what I'm talking about. I, then I have a problem with it. Do you support PETA? What are your thoughts on the organization? Hit or miss on, I'm hit or miss on PETA. I think their intentions are good, but the way they go about doing certain things, I don't think really does anything to actually change it. I think they piss more people off than they are helping their cause, honestly. I think that's where it is. If they, I think if that organization like wants to convince me, they need to like, reform it and like completely change like some of the way things they do. I mean, 
I I do. I support PETA. And I agree with what you said. Uh, I think their heart is in the right place. It's just their execution is poor. And I'm fine with PETA. It's just the fucking people, man. Like, well, that's that's everything. The people. Yeah, people what's, the the what's the old clerk saying? What's the old? Oh, this job would be fucking great. If it wasn't for all the customers. Yeah, people are terrible. <laughs> people are fucking god awful, and they're just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. Like we're living in like a crazy time. We talk about it sometimes. I'm back in school. Obviously, semester is going. Adam stressful. talks about school. We haven't done that in a while. I know. Well, it's been a, it's my, been a summer, so I my soundboard. We're not prepared. Okay. God damn it. We're not prepared. You haven't done it in a while. Okay. But I'm taking an hi- ancient history class. I don't have to take it, but I also don't want to pay back student loans, so I took the class because shits and giggles. And Shits and gigs. We, because it's a 100-level class, there's a lot of freshmen in there, a lot of first years, and the professor knows there's a lot of first years, right. very few upper-level classmen. So he treats it as if you are coming out of high school – like liberal professor, liberal arts college, you know, talking about like, you know, not not like liberal in the sense of like political, but like liberal, like being open minded of like, we can talk about this, forget your political affiliations, but we can have these discussions and everything like that. And he was talking about it one day that we live, forget your like opinion of Trump, like whether you hate him or you love him, doesn't matter. We live in like the, we live in a time that's going to be talked about in history for years to come. Like years from now, history books are going to, because of the insanity of how, like, I believe we are close to like civil war. I believe that the country someday will be divided. We will have, there will be two different United States. There will be lines drawn and the country will split in half. It's happened before. Once again, history. It's ha- happened in ancient Rome. For those of you that know about Rome, the fucking empire split in half after hundreds of years of being, you know, one empire. It split into like Eastern and Western Rome. I believe U.S. is not that different. Rome was one of the most powerful fucking society, civilization in the entire world, and they split. We are young. We're arrogant. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody thinks they're right. Most people are not willing to have a discussion they just want to yell and scream across the aisle it's going to split there's going the ba- the battle's going to break something's going to happen and i believe wholeheartedly that the country i believe if trump gets impeached and he gets kicked out of office that might that could spark something i believe that could spark something like we live in a crazy we live in a time and that they'll talk about in like 500 years when they talk about their ancient history classes, we live in a time where they're going to call it like the great divide or the unfurling or something like that. Like it's, they're going to make up some crazy name for it and be like people at this time area didn't know this was happening, but this is when the entire world changed. Like I believe like within our lifetime, you and me, there's going to be something major that's going to happen. That's going to have a paradigm shift in society. I disagree. And here's why. And yes, in my lifetime, in my 35 years of existence on this planet and being a citizen of the United States, right now, 2019, is the most divided our nation has ever been. Yeah. Hands down, no question without a bout, in my 35 years. But every single generation before us and the ones coming after us, Adam, are going to say the same thing. That 
right now is the worst time. This is this is gonna happen. We're gonna have war, and it just doesn't happen. You know when the worst time was? When there actually was a civil war in the 1860s. That's when our country was at its worst. We had President Lincoln's assassination. We had the Civil War. Brothers killing brothers. For what? And for what? Slavery? Come on, man. That was the worst time (laughs) ever. Trump's bad. Nobody hates Trump more than me. I've made that very clear on the show. But it's still not as bad as dealing with a civil war or dealing with a world war where you're literally fighting the term. The Nazis were invented in the World War II. They were killing people in concentration camps. Those were the worst times. And we got through those. We can get through Donald fucking Trump. He's a fucking idiot. We can, if we can get through the Civil War and World War II, then we can get through this orange tangerine fucktard we have in the office. We can do it. I believe every other civilization that has fallen before us has said the same fucking thing before they fell. They all said the same goddamn thing. I guarantee it. I guarantee they all said the same bullshit. Okay. Like... Every time I read a chapter in my history book and it's read about like all these civil wars and like the, you know, the oppression of like the poor and stuff like that and all these things happening, I can draw direct comparisons to what's going on today in the United States. And the idea of you saying that I don't believe it's going to happen, I don't believe it's going to happen is once again attributed to that, I think, American, American arrogance, the United, the USA arrogance that you think we, that we can get past it. We can't get past shit because we are a young young country we're the young buck compared to uh, most when it comes to like the top 10 world powers we are a young buck compared to all these other countries that have existed like centuries before us we are i'm sorry one more we are the we're the rich kid the rich teen whose daddy bought him a ferrari for his 16th birthday so a we, small million dollar yeah, loan. Yeah. So we are. So you know he. So we think we're hot shit. That's that's what we are. Well, okay. I'll give you that. Like the fall of the Roman Empire. You keep bringing up the, the yeah the Babylonians. You know the Phoenicians. All those different ancient the civilizations. Assyrians. All those yeah. different. Well, Syria is still there. Well, they still um, exist. But my, but that was that was bleeding into ancient, that point. Well, I mean, Persia defeated ancient Syria, Assyria, Assyria, not Syria. Oh, okay. Assyria. Well, the Persian Empire. The Persian Empire is a good yeah, one. Yeah, Persian. Not they anymore. ruled right. the fucking world, and then one little tiny country, Greece, uh, Greece pushed them back. Greece is still freaking there today. Yeah. They're not the Greek Empire. They, they were, were never an empire, though. No, they were, they were never, city states. They were city, they were city states. states. Yeah, yeah, they were. They were separate. Yeah, but, still but when Greece. push came to shove, yeah, when Sparta and Athens <laughs> put their business behind, yeah, them, when got down fucking the Xerxes came knocking at the door, they put down their weapons from each other, but like. You see this motherfucker out here? Let's go deal with him. This is Sparta. Exactly. Fucking great movie. Yeah, it's fun. Fucking it's awesome. Fun. Okay, but let's let's talk about more recent. Yeah, more recent, not thousands of years ago. Let's talk about what about the British Empire? The British Empire. The sun never sets on the British Empire, my friend. They were the shit, man. They colonized the world. And now look at them now. They, they exist. Are, they exist. They are powerful, but they are also small, right. significantly smaller. They are shrinking. They sure are. They are um, shrinking. Queen Elizabeth II 
doesn't have any real power. It's a constitutional mark- monarchy now. I yeah. mean, par- Parliament decides everything now. The yeah. Prime Minister decides everything. So they exist in a different form, but they're still here. What about the Soviet Union, Adam? Soviet Union fell in the 1990s. You know, the Berlin yeah. Wall came down. Yeah. The Soviet Union communism did not work out for them. But guess what? Russia is still here. They're still causing us fucking problems. They didn't just poof disappear. Well, the Roman still exists. The Roman Empire fell. Rome is still there, though. But it's not the Roman Empire. But Rome is still there. The city of Rome. The Soviet Union fell, but Russia is still there. Greece city states, the major ones fell, but Greece was still there. Like, I'm just saying, based on history. It is a high possibility that it can happen. A very high possibility that, like most countries, go through these states of civil war. We had one civil war. Rome had like a civil war every decade, or like every twenty years. There was a civil war. I I see what you're saying, and it's not out of the realm of possibility. I feel like the American Empire, our imperialist nation that we are, we absolutely could fall. And we could be a shell of our former self. We could still be, we could still exist as a nation in some way, shape, or form, but not the same America. You keep bringing up civil war. You say a second civil war is going to take place. Again, it very well could, but you know what I think would be more realistic than a second civil war? A second revolutionary war. I could see a revolution happening before a civil war happening. That's what I think. One person. I think instead of the people fighting the people, I think it's the people overthrowing the oligarchy. You know, fucking French Revolution style. Build those fucking guillotines. Robespierre the shit out of these people and laugh. Laugh all the way to the bank. That's okay. what I okay. want to see. War game it. War game it for a second. Just all right. for a quick second. War game it. This is fun so to do. Sure. one person's revolution is another person's rebellion. That's the way it always is. It, absolutely. That's the way it always is. Yeah. So... Bernie Sanders gets elected in 2020. Oh, please. God, yes. Bernie Sanders gets elected in 2020. Wargaming people. We're wargaming here. Wargaming. Um, Bernie Sanders gets elected in 2020. Within a couple years, he's done everything he wants to do. And nice. the people that hate him, nice. the people that don't like him, hate it. Sure. They hate it. They hate it. Hate they it. hated it when President Obama did it. To them, rebelling against the government would be a revolution. Okay. And they would perform... So, Yes, a revolution is could be what you're talking about, but is it the revolution you want? You got to remember well, that. Is it the revolu- Is it going to be the revolution that you want? Because a revolution could possibly happen, but maybe it's not going to be the one you want. When when Obama was president and he did things like pass the Affordable Care Act, and I mean many things that he everything, it's just about everything he did in office. The right wing was losing their shit about it. Yeah, they wanted to. They wanted to have a rebellion. Absolutely. They wanted to revolt against. Did they? No. Now that Trump's in office, God, we've seen how fucking terrible he is locking children in cages and just his absolute treason asking other countries to to dig up dirt on his political opponents. That's something that happens in a banana republic, not the United States of America. And guess what? Still no rebellion. Still, like, so if Sanders is the president and he's doing these socialist things that he's campaigning on and the right hates that, they ain't gonna, they still ain't gonna rebel. Well, the right's 
first of all, the right doesn't rebel against Trump because if they if they rebel against Trump, their supporters are all supportive for Trump, whether they are or not. Their supporters are. So if they rebel against Trump, they get voted out. So they're obviously not going to rebel against Trump. That's that's not going to happen. Whether they want to or not, it's not going to happen because their supporters, so the people that vote say, them. Are you trying to say that what I'm calling a rebellion, a revolution, and what you're calling a civil war would be the same thing in a roundabout way? Similar things in a roundabout way. Yeah, like one side is going to take up arms and then there's going to be the other side that's going to try to defend it. Like one side, the right or the right. What I war in my war game scenario, the right yeah. takes up arms against the Bernie Sanders uh, government. The uh, the mo- let's be honest, most of the right have the fucking guns in this country. Let's be honest. So a lot of them have some pretty powerful shit. Not if Bernie Sanders is the commander in chief. That he's got the United States military and drones, but then and that, nuclear weapons. But then, but then that begs the question: If we're in that kind of scenario. How many uh how many military people go back on their oath to join, you know? Because like, let's be honest, military is loyal to the United States for the most part. But what happens when the United States fights itself? What happens when the United States splinters and splits, and we end up having to fight ourselves? Like how many of those people that are in the military have families and friends and actually agree with the things that they're saying on that side? Uh it's different now. Than when it was in the 1860s, 1850s, 1860s, during the Civil War, because, and this is actually a quote from National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, um, Nicholas Cage made the point, a, a terrible movie, but I actually really like this, he said, Lincoln is his favorite president, because before Abraham Lincoln, people would say, the United States are... After Lincoln, it was the United States is. So it's like they were 50, well, not 50 at the time, but however many autonomous states that had their own rule. Like they just, after the Civil War, then we were we were united. You know, we were more united. <laughs> so, hell, may, maybe a Civil War, what you're proposing, maybe it would be a good thing. Let God, let God weed us out. Yeah, I... You're you're not wrong. It's a, <laughs> That's a that, pretty morbid. That thing is to the say, morbid, though. cynical approach that yeah. I would usually take on that one. But yeah, would Maybe, you fight? I mean, would you fight? Would I fight? Would you pick up arms? Fuck no! Look, do look at me. You think I'd survive? There's a reason why I didn't join the military when right when I uh, graduated high school. I would not survive. But what I'd if the guy that got shot? What are you talking about? What if? The remember, fascists remember the boondocks? take over. Remember the boondocks, the mayor's son? I would be the guy that shit his pants. Every time I went to college, I shit his pants. Yeah, I mean, that's why I didn't either. I'm, I'm a pacifist, but there comes a time when fighting is an unnecessary evil. And let's just say, wargaming again, wargaming, the fascists take over. And literal Nazis are now in control. And there is a rebellion. Not started by two schmucks like us, but more important people with giant testicles actually start a rebellion. A legitimate one. And they're actually like winning Warriors. winning things. Warriors. Yeah. Wolverines. <laughs> but anyway, no, like for real stuff. Yeah. Like, would you then be like, okay, I'll freaking shoot some people who are bad guys. I mean, have you ever killed anybody? Yes, but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest with you. It would 
have to depend on how my, me and my family and friends' quality of life has changed. If, say, Nazis were white, we're white people, let's say Nazis take over, our quality of life probably won't get that, well, it'll get worse, but it probably won't get that much worse compared to the Jews, black people, Asians, anybody that's not white, basically, is what I'm saying. You know, so I, I'm all about protecting my own. Like, protect my friends, protect my family, that kind of stuff. I would pick up weapons to, like, if some dude was, like, pointing a gun at, like, my mother or my sister or you, for example, and somebody gave me a gun, is like, you have enough time to shoot this person immediately. Boom. Shoot. Shoot. Save save the people I love. But unless a Nazi's pointing a gun at my family or friends, I might be like, look, let's keep our heads down. All right? Let's just keep our heads down. Let's let's get in the attic, write a journal, and then and then I see what you're saying. Until they do come for you, well, me me for example, I'll speak for myself. I am a straight white cisgender Christian middle class male. I'm as fucking vanilla as you can get. I'm as fly under the radar as you possibly can be. Yes, the fascists would probably come for me last. But they would eventually fucking come for me because they would check my fucking Facebook and be like, oh, motherfucking Scott called Trump a motherfucker. Well, we're going to just crucify him. We're going to literally put him on a cross. Eventually, they're going. when everybody else is dead, they're eventually going to come for us. Well, would you, would you pick up arms or would you try to flee? Would you try to go to Canada? Would you try to flee yourself? Get up in that border? I mean, war gaming? Dude, I want to just pick up the gun. Realistically, I'd be in Canada so damn fast. It'd be yeah. yeah. I'd be in Canada yeah. so damn fast. It'd be it'd be funny. Yeah, but realistically though, I, I would be that guy. I'd be that. I'd be that fucking. I'd be the fucking Charlie Viet Cong <laughs> asshole who just like sits on my porch, looking as redneck as I could possibly fucking be, like holding a holding an old Milwaukee in my overalls. With wear a, piece a red, of gold. red hat. Yeah, doesn't dude. have to be a mag hat, but, but you got to wear a red just hat. Just a red hat. And so, like, when the fascist army comes by, they see me sitting out there. They're like, oh, all right, he's okay. Then they turn their back. I fucking shoot them all dead. RPG. <laughs> dude, I would do that shit. How do you know? How do you know? I don't know. I'd do that shit. You hear that? It's, I mean, it's on <laughs> record now. It's going out there now as, as we're speaking. Oh, dear God. So... Does that mean that we have to talk? I do we have to talk about it? Should we talk about it? Talk about what? Talk about the big news in, in the world. Should we talk? We haven't discuss. We haven't gone down this political route in a while, and I've been happy for it. You I've been trying what? to we avoid have, it. We, ha- we, I always say this. We always try to avoid politics, but somehow we always end up back there. But we've been really good lately. Yeah, a couple mentions here and there, but not no conversations. I. <sighs> Go ahead. It, go it ahead. Just, you, now just, you've opened the can. Adam. It just can't, can't be. Put it back in. It's one of those things where we got to spend at least twenty minutes talking about it. You know, we get, you got to you got to bring it up. The potential impeachment of Donald Trump. Yep, that's a thing. It's it's a thing right now. But we all right. Let's be honest. We all knew it was coming because the left have been trying since the beginning to find something to impeach Trump with. So we all knew it was going to happen. I we all we all knew it was coming. I mean, he makes it kind of easy. Too. He does make it really fucking easy. But he, I mean, he's just a fucking idiot about everything. If if the when Obama was president for eight years, if the right was really motivated, I bet you they could have found somebody who was an 
an expert, knew everything about all the laws, and could sift through everything he's done up until whatever present point they hired this dude. And I'd be willing to bet they could find something. They could legally impeach Obama I disagree. Obama I disagree. Because I, I'm, I'm talking like one of those like lower end laws nobody knows about, like like a Pennsylvania law where it's like it's illegal to talk on the phone while you're jerking off with your left hand. Like one of those kind of outlandish laws you're like... <laughs> <laughs> this was my Tuesday night. Oh, it was too. a southpaw. Who knew? <laughs> it's called the stranger, man. Get used to it. The deal stranger. With, deal with it. Anywho, um, I believe that there's there's some minor law that nobody fucking knows about that maybe every president has violated. No, I, I, I disagree because the right hated Obama so much that if he would have given them any any little breadcrumb, they would have gone for it. <laughs> Fucking right. They did they, it. With, they did they it with Clinton, him, but they could deal with him a little bit. If there was like a Donald, polar opposite Donald Trump, like Bernie Sanders in the office, that might have been a little bit different. Listen, I was a big Obama fan. I still am a big Obama fan. Obama was very, very left, but he was he played the middle of the road sometimes. Yeah, he did, and, and that was I, enough for them. Bernie would never play the middle. I have a lot of gripes and complaints about Obama. I do. He campaigned on closing Guantanamo Bay, our detention facility in Cuba. Still open. He didn't do that. He didn't keep that promise. Uh, One thing he did that was awful, he just dropped bombs from drones. He droned the fuck out of... He droned the fuck out of innocent children all over the world. And that was absolute bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I like Obama for the most part, but he was a fucking war hawk. Let's be honest. So... For that reason, it wasn't very good. Yeah. And I know a lot of my big-time leftist friends that are way worse than me. They hate Obama because of that. Because they, they, they felt like it's a betrayal? Obama. Like a hardcore betrayal? Yeah, I mean, these are the people that say if Hillary Clinton would have won in 2016, we would be right where we are anyway. She would be just as bad as Trump. I'm telling you, that's absolutely fucking nonsense. She might have not been the best president, but she would know we would, what... We would be the in the exact same position we were at the end of Obama's era. Right, but they hated him, too. The exact same position. They hated him, too. What I'm saying is nothing else would have progressed forward, but nothing would have faltered back. We'd be right right there. Stat. So. So. Impeachment, huh? Impeachment, apparently. So so basically, yeah, they were were bound to find something because, once again, you said it yourself, Trump makes it really fucking easy. I I think what they... they, It's pretty damn legitimate. (coughs) I I gotta be honest. It is. Like, a... I, I keep hearing a lot of comments and people talking about how, like, look, okay, we've we've read the we've read you know the the transcript from the White House. We've read you know what the conversation said. Like he said he said this, but he's not actually saying you know do this for me or else you don't get anything. So it's not really quid pro quo. It's like we saw the. F- I I I commented on one of your threads. I think it was like a muha thread or some crap like that, where there was a bunch of debating going on and everything. And I commented on, it, nobody responded to me. I was like. Are you like? Are you guys like fucking serious? Like we saw this in gangster films. We've seen The Godfather. We've seen quid pro quo in movies, and it was just that. Hey, we need this. Well, I need you to do something for me first. We—that's literally what Trump said. We've seen it. We've we've all watched gangster movies. Like I think I'm more shocked. Which I guess I shouldn't be, but I'm more shocked that Trump supporters aren't pissed because. Like, that's a betrayal on them. Like, forget your politics. Forget, like, the hate and everything like that that's coming from all sides. What Trump did is, like, an actual betrayal on them because that's, like, that's textbook pretty... Textbook treason. Yeah, that's literally textbook treason. Like, it, 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 like, 
you have people who are lawyers, people who are like when impeachment procedures start and it's unanimous amongst both Democrats and Republicans, maybe at that point you should take a step back and be like, well, if my if our guys who have been pro Trump are, you know, wanting this investigation happen, maybe, you know, I need to take a step back and be like, hmm, I wonder like they should be the most pissed. They should be more pissed than we are. Because it's a betrayal of them. It's their guy they've been defending for a long time. And all of a sudden this election's happening. And there's attempted collusion. Let's let's just put it out there. Attempted collusion. It, it is what it is. So Adam, um, you're not wrong. But at the same time, and I, 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 I might have said this before on the show, but I got to give Trump credit. There's something that he said, and this is back when he was campaigning, before he was president. He said something that everybody just wrote off as one of his other idiotic ramblings that we hear every minute of every day from him. But this is something that I was like, yeah, he's absolutely fucking right. He said he could stand on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, New York City, in front of Trump Tower, pull out a gun and shoot somebody dead right there in the middle of the busiest city in the country and murder somebody in cold blood right there. He said, my supporters will still support me. Yeah. And he's right. He's a hundred percent right. These crazy, like frothing at the mouth, MAGA hat wearing Trump supporters, he could rape their children and they would still support him. He is a monster and they don't, they, they can't see past their own nose. It's it's incredible. He's 100% right. He could do the worst of the worst, and his strong, hardcore supporters will stick with him through everything. It's incredible. It's... I don't... I don't get it. I don't either. I don't... I don't... It's, if, it's a level of, like, worship. If a liberal Democrat did something horrible and awful, I would be the first one saying, this guy's a fucking idiot. Get rid of him. Like... This like worship that we have right now, it's, it's in, it's insane. Like I don't, I don't understand. I just don't understand worship. Period. Like they worship this dude. Like they think he is stopping everything. He's fixing all the problems. He's gonna be the great, the great president that fixed everything. And he's gonna go down in history as a great president. I don't understand this like hero worship of like, mm. the blindness is what it is. Like right. it's 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 all just blind nonsense. And I just I don't get it. <sighs> It, it, it's it's nonsense. I mean, it's exhausting. Is what uh, it is. It's extremely exhausting following this. I would not. I, I really say this, and I gotta be honest. I think I'm being true to myself. If there was some crazy left winger who did illegal things and committed treason, I really don't. I really wouldn't stand by them. And the fact that his supporters do, like there used to be. I still have a lot of Republican friends. And actually, a couple of my Republican friends hate Trump, which is great. But I still have some Republican, some conservative Republican friends and family, for that matter. They're good people. They really are good people. And they're smart people. They're not dumb. And I can't, for the life of me, figure out how they still support this guy. Because they do. Some of them still do. Like, use your brain. Do they know... If he is impeached, truly, Mike Pence takes over as president. Yeah. Okay, that dude is horrible. Yeah. He's an abomination. He sucks so bad, the left would hate him. 
But he's still he would be better than Trump. They yeah. wouldn't lose power if they're oh I hate Trump. I'd love to have him impeached, but if we impeach <laughs> him, then then we lose our power. And I don't want to lose like like it's a sports sporting event they're talking about. No, you wouldn't lose power. You would still have a Republican, an ultra right wing conservative Republican president in Mike Pence. He hates gay people. He hates women. He's just he's horrible. But at the same time. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think he's a moron. I don't think he's committed treason. Well, he might have because he might have been on that transcript. Yeah, allegedly. Yes. Allegedly. As of, I've, as I of, at the moment, that. it is allegedly. The, alleged. So. But yeah. Like, God, get behind this. So here's my, you want to know my prediction? Oh, prediction time. So I think, I think Trump will get impeached. But I think it's going to be along the lines of Johnson and Clinton. Yeah. I think he's going to get impeached in the House of Representatives because, from what I understand, the House already has enough votes. They only needed, like, three Republicans to cross over because the Democrats have control. Yeah. They have control. So I think, as of right now, they do have enough votes. And I think they will. I think the House will vote to impeach him, and they will. It will go to the Senate. And it, it, he won't. The, the Senate is controlled by the Republicans. There won't be enough support in the Senate. Therefore, Trump would have been impeached, technically, but he won't be removed from office. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I did hear a report, and I don't know how true this is because it's hearsay. The person who made this comment wouldn't give their name, but they said, I've talked to people, and if the Senate could vote uh, anonymous, excuse me, anonymously, like how it works now because they're a public employee, they're elected official. They have to say Scott Malinke, yay, Adam Silvis, nay. You know, what I mean? they yeah. have, they have to put their name next to their vote. So if a Republican comes out and tries to impeach the sitting Republican and president, that's going to be political suicide for them. Yeah. Their party's going to leave them and not support them. These crazy right-wing Trump supporters out there will never vote for that person again. That's what I said So before, in their yeah. right mind, these people aren't going to do it. But what I've heard is if the vote was anonymous, where you didn't have to put your name on it, he would be impeached by 30 votes. I'm sure he would. These I'm Republicans sure that would. don't like him but won't sacrifice their livelihood, their job. But if they could do it on the sneak, they would do it in a heartbeat. Right. And that's sad. And then and then when that happened, then the revolution would start where it's like <laughs> it was all a lie. The, 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 Republicans didn't vote. They voted nay. And the Democrats somehow got in there and switched the votes. And it was a political scandal of right. a whole other thing. Right. So. And I could see if – I see him getting impeached in the House, but and not going through in the Senate. Therefore, he stays. Therefore, the 2020 election goes through as as it is. And if he loses the 2020 election, it's gonna be the same deal. He's gonna cry voter fraud. He's gonna say he got cheated. He's gonna rally his idiot supporters, and and there's gonna be some some restlessness on the streets. Yeah, because of that. And I, honestly, I hope that happens because I just. I don't think he'll be removed from office through impeachment. God, I hope so. One could dream. But I think it's going to take the 2020 election to get him out of office. I don't think he's going to lose the 2020 election. I do not think I he's know. going to. You know what? You're. It's And 100%, 100%, he's lost a lot of support over the years. 100% is be still because of the Electoral College. 100%. Because he's still probably, I'd be willing to bet he still has enough support in the areas that he needs 
to where he'll still get the electoral votes. He will. I'm sure. I bet you his popular vote will be less than it was in the he last got election. Killed in the popular. Yes, vote, I though. bet you it'll be. I bet you it'll be less. But he'll still have enough votes to sneak the electoral college I mean, vote. George, that's all he needs. George W. Bush lost the popular vote in 2000 <laughs> to Al Gore. But Al, but he eventually, we, same thing. And we back then, we were like, oh, Hillary Clinton won the popular vote by a wider margin than Al Gore did. Like, yeah. she won the popular vote by millions, millions of votes. <clears throat> yeah. Like... Millions more Americans voted for her than they did him, and yet he wins. The electoral electoral college needs to be abolished. It is an old, dated, antiquated, antiquated system. Thank you. There, I it needs to go. And I used to be in favor of it. I was naive and in favor of it. Now I've changed my tune. It needs to go. Immediately. I mean, there are still, I'm not going to say reasons to keep it, but it still does something in the sense that if you do abolish electoral college and you get rid of it, then all campaigning will only be done in the big cities. That's already how it is. But no, they. how do you think Trump got elected? He went to all the small towns too and he rallied them and that's how he got fucking, that's how he got elected. Did he, he go went, to California? <clears throat> I don't think so because but did Hillary Clinton go to Tennessee? No, I don't think so. No, because they fucking know the Democrats are going to win California. Yes. And they know that the Republicans are going to win Tennessee. So they don't go to those places. Yeah. They go to Ohio. They go to Florida. But if they, they went go to Ohio, to the Carolinas. But they if go they to, went they go to the battleground or the swing yes, states. But if they went to Ohio and it only mattered for pop, for popular vote, then they would only go to Cleveland. They would only go to the big cities. When they came to PA, they would only go to Pittsburgh and they would only go to Philadelphia and they wouldn't go to any other smaller regions because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't fucking matter because in- it'll be popular vote. Like that's that's what happened. They go to they go to Florida. They're gonna go to Miami. They're gonna that's go to Orlando. But what I'm saying is that's they, like what they do now, Adam. But, but they still they still go to some of the smaller ones too. That's how Trump fucking got his electoral. Trump. Vote. He went to a lot of the smaller ones and he got he rallied them. He got enough smaller counties to w- vote for him, and that's how they turned the tide of a lot of these but, places. But nobody lives in those counties. Their population is so low. But it does- so congratulations on winning buttfuck county middle of Ohio where 111 people win. Meanwhile, you're going to lose Cuyahoga County in Ohio by a million fucking votes. I'll you can have your 111 from Buttfuck County. I'll take my million. But he from did it though. But he did it. We saw him do because it because he did well in Cleveland. He did well in Detroit. He did well in Minneapolis, and he did well in bigger cities. Hillary needed to win Philadelphia by a shit ton of votes. Obama won Philadelphia by a ridiculous amount of votes. Hillary won Philadelphia. But not by a fucking lot. That was her problem. She needed to get those cities and she needed to win them. Whoever wins fucking Philadelphia, if you win Philadelphia by a shit ton, our vote in Mercer County, Pennsylvania means shit. Because there are more people who live in fucking Philadelphia than the rest of the fucking state altogether. You win Philadelphia, you win the state. She won it, but not by enough. She needed to crush just like Obama did. Same thing with Cleveland, Columbus, and Cincinnati. Same thing with Detroit, 
some of the other cities don't fucking escape my head. You know what I mean? She need to win the. No, big I know states. what you're saying. She lo- Democrats always win Pennsylvania. They always win Michigan. They didn't win those states because she didn't get. It, it wasn't. It wasn't like he was winning those votes either. The people just didn't fucking vote. They didn't. People who live in Detroit and Philadelphia decided not to come and vote. Maybe it's because she sucked as a candidate too, which, hindsight being what it is, I liked her during the time. You can go back and listen to our old episodes. I was a Hillary supporter. Hindsight being what it is, maybe she wasn't the best candidate, Adam. She, I still say that she would be better than Trump, but. Could you imagine in the 2016 election if it was Bernie and Trump? Bernie would have won. People's minds would have exploded because people were freaking out about the way Trump was acting and about how he was not a like he was not in the system and everything like that. He was not a, a politician. Bernie's a politician, but he's not in the system really. He's been known for saying a lot of radical things. People's brains would have fucking exploded. You know, Bernie is technically not a Democrat. He's a registered independent. He just happens to be running as a Democrat in this election, in the last election, too, because we have the bullshit two-party system. Which I heard, not from my history class, but I I think I read somebody heard something that that is not what the Founding Fathers wanted. They didn't. Not. They didn't want political. They did not want political separated parties. They wanted America to be a united country where we all voted and did all this stuff. They did not want separate, different groups because that would just create chaos. Which, as we can see now, it's kind of created know, chaos. The first president of the United States, George Washington, he is the only president, the only one in our history, just didn't have a political party. He there was no. The first president, no political party. It wasn't a thing. It didn't exist. It wasn't until the next two elections where John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, who they were friends, then they became huge adversaries, the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists. They just had a – they weren't meaning to set up parties. It was just a way of thinking. Like John Adams, the Federalists – was for the strong central federal government, where Thomas Jefferson, the anti-federalist, was more for states' rights and individuals' rights. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just two different ways of thinking. I'm not saying either one is right or wrong. They both have their good points and their poor points. But that split. Half the Congress went with Adams. The other half went with Jefferson. Adams was the second president. Jefferson was the third president. It was because of... That and that was the beginning of the political parties. Like they said, okay, we agree on this big number one main issue, so let's all band together to fight the other guys. And now here we have it: you're only a Democrat or you're only Republicans. Bullshit. Yeah, it's all bullshit. It's bullshit. By the way, I'm gonna say this: I'm not a communist. I'm not a socialist. In any stretch of the imagination. I'm a socialist. I am not any of those things. I think of myself as myself. I'm an independent. Are you a capitalist? I'm, as of right now, I am a capitalist because I need more money because I don't make enough money. So, yeah. I, I need I need money. That's what I need. Fucking crony. Uh, <laughs> but when, shit, I, when I, I say this. He was holding up a sign and said, I need money. I said, shit, me too. <laughs> <laughs> when I say this. 
I'm going to say this. For those of you that say, oh my god, we vote Bernie Sanders in, also we're going to be a socialist country, you guys don't understand socialism, you guys want to turn this country into a socialist country. Here I don't want to turn Amer- the United States of America into a socialist country. I do. Because guess what? We're not one fucking thing. We are not, a, first of all, we're not a democratic country, we're not sure. a republic, we're not a okay. capitalist country. Yeah. We are a capitalist democratic republic. That is what we are. We are all three of those things because we have aspects of all of those things rolled up into this into this smorgasbord of just bullshit burrito that we have going on here. Just, bullshit burrito. Just throwing Love every it. fucking thing we can think of, okay? We got a little bit of democracy. We got a little bit of capitalism. We got a little bit of republic going on here. We have a little bit of socialism, Adam. That's, that's what's going to be my next point. We already have a little bit of socialism why can't we throw socialism we have- into the mix and be a democratic or a capitalist democratic socialist republic? Why can't we just throw a little bit of socialism into the mix? You know what public schools are? Socialism. You know what police departments and socialism. fire departments and All libraries? Socialism. Yes. Uh, Pen dot who clears the snow from our roads in the winter? Yeah. What is that? Yeah, it's all it's socialist. all fucking socialism. You have so for just. I'm look. I'm not a leftist. I gotta say that to in order to like try to make my point. I'm a I moderate. Am. I'm a moderate. But we have socialist aspects of a country that have been in place for decades and decades and decades that you guys have all been happy with. Fucking call somebody breaks your house. You call the cops. They don't. The cops don't print out a fucking bill for you at the at the end whenever they come to your house. When the fire department puts out a fire for you, they don't have a little much. Uh, accountant sitting in the back of the fire truck who prints out a bill and hands it to you fucking pen dot doesn't take have little buckets on that they have the side of the road so you can throw money in there in order to pay to use the fucking roads all the time whenever they're uh, fixing things like they don't have that we have taxes yes we have taxes and that's how we pay for them and they it's all socialism it is all socialism we can find a way to work a little bit we can find a way to mix socialism in because that's what we, we are gotta dig a little deeper we are the melting pot country and not not melting pot just in the way of cultural stuff when it comes to people coming here we're also a melting pot in all our fucking ideas okay we are an experiment we are the we're we new, are the great experiment we're a new experiment too. we're a new experiment we're the great experiment like a lot of people say like democracy started in fucking athens in ancient greece but like it wasn't really democracy because only citizens of uh, the city-state could actually vote, and the citizens are all the elites. Like, the poorer class couldn't fucking, for the most part, I don't they think, could vote. They had slaves couldn't vote. Yeah, they had slaves that couldn't vote. They had other people that were living in Athens that, you know, lived there for years who well, couldn't vote that. either. We did that, too. We had <laughs> slaves that couldn't vote, too. Yeah, so. but, what I'm, but what I'm saying is, like, we are the great experiment. We are combining capitalism militarism democracy republic a little bit of socialism like i don't see why we can't just expand on what we already have we can expand capitalist like like capitalists we can expand like militarists we can expand like uh democrats are like democracy i you know like we can expand like i joke about i joke about me being a leftist and, and, and i am i'm very far left but like i said i have friends who are way more way more left than me and they just are anti-capitalist everything I don't like crony capitalism. I, I don't like a lot of things about capitalism, but free market economy is good. I'm, f- I'm fine with that. Competition to drive prices down. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay with that. But there's so many more things that we could do to make life better. And I use examples of socialist Canada, Great Britain, France, Germany, Belgium, 
Sweden, Finland, Norway? Do I need to keep going? What's wrong with those places? They're Guess, smaller. It doesn't matter. that We have a bigger tax base, so we should work better here. Should work better here. We have more people to tax. We would have more money to invest in these things. And all I want, I don't want to be Venezuela. I don't want to be hardcore dictatorship socialism. I want to be democratic socialism. I just want a sprinkle. All I want is a sprinkle. I want free college for everybody. I want free health care for everybody. Period. Stop. End of socialism. Right. Those are two very important things that I think we can do easily. And I bring those up and people are like, fucking socialism, socialism, social. I'm like, okay, then call it socialism. Socialism doesn't work. Socialism does work in the countries I mentioned. No one political entity works on its own. And then I say democracy by itself does not work. Capitalism by itself does not work. I mentioned those countries and I say Norway and they're like, no, no, no. Norway has more economic freedom than even the United States has. They're not a, this is the term they use, true socialist nation. You know what my response to that is? I don't fucking care. Then we don't be a true socialist nation. Let's just do what they're doing. Let's do their free college and their free health care for everybody. Let's do that. No, that's socialism. What the fuck? I like, can't I can't with these people, man. I don't I don't believe right now all college should be free. Well, I, I believe I do. I believe an easier way to an easier way to swallow that pill would be trade schools. Trade schools should be covered under your taxes. Trade schools should be paid for by your taxes. So that because people are always talking, bitching about people losing their jobs, people can't afford to go to college. Oh, you know, get a new job. Oh, I can't afford to go to college. Well, I don't know what to tell you, blah, blah, blah. You want people to improve their lives, to be productive members of society that aren't just, you know, flipping burgers or waiting tables or anything like that. If you want people to be productive members of society who's going to contribute to the economy that might be able to boost the economy a little bit, then you need to give these people the opportunity to learn a trade. You need to give these people an opportunity. You don't necessarily need to go to like a liberal college or something like that and take what I'm doing, like ancient history class, something like that. But you can go learn to be a mechanic. You can go learn to do plumbing. You can go learn to be an electrician. You can go learn. There are ways, like, just go, like make trade schools free. These people go to trade schools. They get the certificate, degree, whatever they need. And then they're able to get a better job, make more money, pump money and into the economy by going out to eat, doing all these things. And then things just roll. The ball gets fucking rolling. And then maybe in a few decades... If that works, transition it to, okay, now all colleges are free, you know? Okay. Uh, <coughs> listen, first and foremost, I just want to say I think trade schools are great. And I think that's that's a good idea. I Four or five years ago, what I said, I believe I've even said it on here, four or five years ago, I said, yeah, you know what? <coughs> I don't think we should have four years bachelor degree at a liberal arts university. That sh That shouldn't be free. I said, because that will just, you know, dilute the market or make it so that then then having a four year college degree would be the equivalent of having a high school diploma today. And everybody could go do it. This is what I was saying. I'm not, I'm not saying this anymore. I said, let's make two years an associate's degree at a trade school, at a community college, at a junior college. Let's make two years free. 
And if somebody wants to continue on for two more years at a liberal arts school to get a bachelor's degree, then that's on them. I used to say that. I was wrong. I disagree with that. Four years should be free across the board. And let me explain to you why. Oh, please do. Because trade schools are great. But what jobs do you get at trade schools? Uh, you make great money. Don't get me wrong. But what do you do? Specialist labor jobs. Labor job, Like, so you truck driver, your plumber, your electrician. Construction workers. Right. Okay. Those are, those are great jobs. I've, I've worked construction for two years of my life. Not easy. Hard, grueling work. It is. Yeah. It is. So the people who are going to four years, they're, they're getting their business degree or their accounting degree or you name it, whatever degree they're getting. Guess who those people are? They're the kids of the rich people who can afford to send their kids to these schools. The poor people who can't afford it, okay, you go to a trade school. Yep, you're still just going to be a laborer, but you're going to do all right. It's still a class system. It means the rich people can still be better than yeah, you. Yeah, but trade schools, they have business stuff in trade schools, too. There are some business classes in trade schools that you can take and everything, like lower end stuff. But lower like, end but, stuff, but, man. But a lot of times, lower that's where you got to start. Sometimes that's where you got to start. This this is the capitalist part of why we why we don't get rid of some of this capital. problem. There are – there. if I – okay, Scott, if I lose my job tomorrow yes. and I am like, hey, can I, can I come work for you at your local business where you are okay. managing? Be like, okay, you, you're a friend. You're gonna do me a, you mm-hmm. might do me a favor and be like, yeah, you know, come work. And be like, okay, cool. I want to be a manager too though. No, I don't know anything about managing. I don't know anything about that nonsense. I don't, I don't know anything about the business as it were. Like I would start out as the lower end person and work my way up. So – some of these trade schools do have business uh, jobs. They do have business programs you can get into. You take the business they do. program. I know they do. I you, went to one of them. Yeah, I know. You, you get I, take the business pro- you get the business program and then you start out as a lower end manager somewhere else, make some money, and then maybe when you make some money as a lower end business person, take the extra two years and take some money, go to the extra two That's years of college. That's the idea. That's yes. the idea. But it doesn't work out that way. It's really not what you know, it's who you know. I mean, I found out I went I went two years to I got my associate's degree before I went back to school. And the reason I even went back to school was because I realized an associate's degree isn't worth the paper to wipe your ass with. It really wasn't. And I've heard that from a lot of people with two-year degrees. It's really not. So good job going for your two-year business assistance degree and then do nothing with it. Be a secretary your whole life. Make 15 bucks an hour your whole life. Good luck (laughs) raising a family on that living in a big city. It just doesn't work, Adam. It still separates your class system. Just because you go to four years at a a university and get your bachelor's degree, that doesn't mean you're automatically going to be a manager either. You still have to work your way up for that. Exactly, yeah. You still have to work your way up for that. So why not let everybody go there for free? And here's the thing, man. You, it's not just throwing free money at you. There's there's stipulations. Like you would have to carry a C or higher grade point average. You, could, you couldn't get Ds and, and fuck around and not show up to class and just go and drink every night like some college kids do and flunk out and think, oh, I just flunked this class. Oh, well, college is free now. I'll just take it next semester and try again. No, it doesn't work that way. You would have to maintain a C or higher grade point average. If you don't, then you got to pay it back. Also, you're required to do community service. Community here's service a, is very important. Yeah, here's a here's a funky idea. 
he's a funky idiot. What if take piggybacking off of your have to maintain a C or higher average? What if if you go to school for free, sure, you would have to maintain an average of B. You have to maintain an average of B. If I you mean, get that's semantics, if you, whatever. But what I'm saying is, if you get lower than that, then you have to pay for it. Be like, if you want to stick that's around here, fine, then you have to pay for it. But no, like in, under your thing, if you got lower C, you're out of college. No, no, not out of college. So you have to pay for it. Oh, you did say that. Yeah, I knew you, you said that. It, okay. Yeah. That's kind of the, yeah. Whatever. That's fine. B, C doesn't it, matter. Well, the, re- the reason why I have a problem with C is anybody can get a C. Fuck that. Anybody can get a C. Anybody can get C's. C's get degrees, it, man. It, C's it, anybody can get, get degrees, and anybody can get C's. So if you want to make it worthwhile, you make people work a little harder for it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the, whether you're right, it's a semantics. B or a C, you're right, it's semantics. semantics but it's, the idea is you have to maintain this certain GPA, and you have to do the good things for your community. You can't be a fucking juvenile delinquent. You can't get three DUIs and and sexual assault on your no. If you get a fucking arrested, you also can't go here anymore. Things like that. I mean, it's just that's off the top of my noggin. And I'm not even an elected official. That's something we could do. You make school free. And we could afford it easily. You know why I would say it would be better to start with trade schools and then progress with the college level stuff? It's because it's a very it's a very much like easier pill for people to swallow who are against it. They won't be happy about it. But I think they'd be more happy about it. I think they could go a long way right now. The, the left side can go a long way with saying... Okay, Bernie Sanders has been saying for years and years and years, make college free, make college free, make college free. If he all of a sudden switched his gears and said, okay, we're not going to do all college, but all trade schools will be free, he could get a li- not a lot of points, but he can get a little points by saying, well, I guess he's willing to reach across the aisle and make some compromises when really in his head that was his plan the whole time. Here's what I, w- I would agree to that if you rolled it out in phases. So maybe at first – just two years at a trade school or a community college or JCO is free at first. <coughs> but then five, ten years down the line, then it's all free. And that's in the same bill, the same law. But you don't just spring it on everybody right away. Tomorrow, all school's free. No, no, no. We'll roll it out slowly. So your idea... I'm fine. I'm, I'd be fine with okay. rolling it out slowly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Cause, because doing it all at once is too much okay. for people to so, deal with. But I wouldn't say, well, we'll just pass the, the two years at the trade school free. We'll pass that and we'll revisit it later. Make because it... Because no, no. Make it... The past, same bill has to have both in, in it. In the bill, make it be that two-year uh, trade schools are free mm-hmm. and in 15 years, all college will be free. So that 50, way we can, I said that, that again. It's more semantic. Yeah, but I'm saying like okay. that way we can get some data. We can get enough data and what's going on and see we're if things have improved. We're not signing the law today, so I'm not going to argue over the extra five years. Yeah, but. see if things have improved. You know, seeing how much better things are, if things are worse, <laughs> and then we can. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Hey, hey, we just wrote a bill. We yeah, just wrote a, we bill. Just wrote a bill. Elect us. We can yeah. get this shit done. Yeah. Write us in. Let's do it. Um. Here's but here's my thing. This is why I love healthcare. Well, uh, before we continue, this okay. is what I love talking about this, and this is what I give any advice to anybody who wants to argue about this bullshit. We didn't just have a conversation about it and debate about it and then ended it. We workshopped a way to fix the problem. We workshopped a way to, like, okay, here's how we can do this. Let's do this. If you're going to bitch on the internet, if you're going <laughs> to whine on the internet about it, fine. You have all the right to whine. But at the very least, end your fucking whiny bitchiness with, here's how we should do it. And then continue on. Here's why this would work this way. Workshop some fucking ideas out there. 
Like, come on, people. Be if you're gonna pretend to be smart, really, really go for that whole nine yards. Anyway, healthcare. Okay, so I, I was gonna do what we just did, but the same thing for healthcare. So, are you familiar with Medicare? <coughs> yes. So Medicare, how it works now is if you're 65 or older, you automatically get enrolled in Medicare, which is government insurance that pays for 80%, 80% of your... The other 20%, you're still responsible for. Yeah. So you would either have to pay the 20% out of pocket, or you can get a Medicare supplemental plan or an Advantage plan. And there's they, they both work differently, but it's irrelevant. They cover the other 20 because. If you get hit by a bus or you get cancer and you get need cancer treatment that like costs ridiculous amounts of money, twenty percent of a lot is still a lot. So you might need most people I know who are on Medicare they get some sort of supplemental insurance. Yeah. So Medicare for all, it's taking that plan, it's Medicare, expanding. and doing away with that part that says sixty-five and over. That part is gone. So every single American has Medicare. You're born day one, you get, you're in Medicare. So it's still up to you what you do for your supplemental. You don't have to. Nobody's forcing you. But guess what? You might, you'd have to be responsible for that other 20%, which still could break your bank. Yeah. Uh, other people, insurance companies are still going to be in business because they're going to need to sell supplemental plans or advantage plans to the masses to cover that 20%. Yeah. So that would be Medicare for all. Ten years down the road, it changes into a single-payer universal health care that Medicare is not even needed anymore. Everybody is covered top to bottom by the government, single-payer universal health care problem solved insurance companies bye-bye sorry i'm not gonna miss you but they're gone they're gone now but 10 years down the road you have time to implement this yeah once again you you've collected data you've collected data right. you know what's going on how it's working right. what things are going medicare on. for all, all that goes into <clears throat> universal socialized medicine down the um road. yeah i don't see i don't see a huge Huge issue Here's with that thing, at all. Dude. Like people that are people are going to argue that. Well, you know, if everybody has health insurance, and Medicare, then that means longer lines at doctors' offices and hospitals, and I can't get blood work done and do this and anything. Or what if I get shot or stuff? I got to wait in a line now to see a doctor. It's like no, okay, don't. if you get shot or there's some or have a heart attack or there's something serious going on, no matter where you go, you're bumped to the front of the fucking Correct. line. Correct. That's how it is in Canada. That's how it is in Great Britain. All those places. They always say like, look, if I get shot, they're going to bump me to the front of the line because it's an emergency. Right. Like That's still the case, um, and I don't know about you, but right now we have a for-profit healthcare system, and I just had to schedule appointments with uh, doctors. Even you, you've seen specialists before. Yeah, we still we call to make our appointments, and they tell us, "Oh, we don't have an opening for <coughs> X amount of months." Yeah, like we have to wait a long. We still in this country have to wait a long, long time. In Canada, I have Canadian family members that are on the, the national health care plan. They said the same thing. Like, oh, you know, if I need to see a specialist for this, that, or the other thing, it might take me five months to get in. Yeah. It takes me five months to get into a specialist here. I, I have the same thing. I have the same yeah. issue. I had, uh, it does that sometimes. I just had a dermatologist for something a few a few months ago and is like, yeah, we don't have anything for like a month and a half. Sometimes my family like, have gone to see huh. the, their family practice doctor and they've gone to the waiting room and it's been a little bit busy and they've had to wait a little bit longer. It was 
you know, half hour longer than their scheduled appointment. That's unfortunate. I've had that too. I've had that too! Right here in this very country where they're making millions of dollars off of us sick people. Now, so, so when you hear on Fox News and Breitbart where they say, oh, in Canada, their healthcare system's awful. You have to wait forever to get in to see a doctor. It's bullshit. You have to wait a little bit, no more than you already wait here. Fact. Now, here's the thing for everybody who is saying, no, 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 hodgepodge and that. If you, that people are going to be late, you know, talking about all the lazy people and everything like that, the people that don't work and everything getting Medicare, there's a lot of people that don't work because they're not healthy enough to work because they lose You're their right. job because right. of sickness or illness or something like that that happens, You're but they can't afford right. to go to doctors. They're so that, disabled. Yeah, they're, they're disabled. They're disabled. You, you get people, you get people healthcare, they're going to go to the fucking doctor. They're going to get better. What's going to happen when they get better? They're going to get out and get a fucking job. Because a lot of these people don't want to be lazy. They just can't physically do it. They can't, yeah, they're just sick or, you know, you know, what, you know, what have you. I don't know. There's a lot of people that would go back to work. Now, on the flip side of that, what do you say to the people who talk about how, well, yes, health insurance is a for-profit industry and that's why we have all the best doctors because they come to this country and they're, they, like... Doctors make a lot of money. They doctors wouldn't make as much money as in the new system, and they feel that's unfair because doctors go through four years of college, four years of medical school, four like intern, like in internships, all that other stuff. Like they go through Are all that work. In France in the poorhouse. I'm asking you. Like, no, what's they're going, not. What's what do you, what do you say to those people? Doctors in France and Canada. In, in fact, <laughs> in fact, this is a funny story. My doctor, who was my family doctor here for for several years, he was from uh, Trinidad, so he's not even he's not even a national uh, American. He was he was born in Trinidad, lived in Trinidad and Tobago, moved here, was my doctor here locally for several years, and then I had to find a new doctor because he left. Guess where he moved to? fucking ontario he lives in canada now he's a doctor there so if he was a doctor here oh he's gonna take a serious pay cut to go to canada no adam he didn't yes the doctors in those countries are doing just fine for themselves they're doing very well maybe there's certain doctors at the the highest end in america because of our for-profit system that are making more money than the highest paid doctors in those other countries i'm not arguing that but every doctor no those doctors are fine they're not in the poor houses who's really making the money here are the insurance companies and the ceos of these for-profit hospital systems Scott, we just fixed the country. We fixed did all we, the problems. Did we? We fixed all the problems. I have a lot more to say, but I think we're running short on time. We are, very much. Fuck! Well, See, this is why we try not to open this can of worms. Yeah. Our poor listeners had to listen to a fucking hour of us bitching about politics and... and well, it'll be like another like two months, hopefully, before we have to, anything else to say. So, hopefully, cross your fingers, knock on wood. Yeah, you know. so... But we're back Sorry for a bit. That. You know, we had some time off. You know, we've been busy. Life is busy. I'm incredibly it's busy. Year, I'm incredibly busy right now. You know, I'm doing Adam a lot of sh- shit. I'm not even going to say the S word. But I'm, I'm incredibly, you're busy. You know, we're just busy, yeah, busy, busy people. But if you want to get a hold of Four Distraction and you would like to workshop some ideas, do not email us or message us if you're just going to bitch. If you're going to bitch, 
you better have some solutions to yourself. You better have some stuff we can bring up and be like, well, this person said that we should do it this way so we can workshop it. They're allowed to bitch. No, don't bitch to me unless you have an idea. You can still bitch to me. Go so bitch to Scott. address the email to Scott, not Adam. Yeah. He doesn't want to hear you I bitch. I will forward it to Scott. You can, and vent, can, yeah. you can vent to me. It's okay. Yeah. I know your pain. Email us, uh, distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search for distraction at podcast FYD. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Search for distraction. Like us. Rate us. Follow us. Share us with your friends. The only way we are going to grow is if you guys help us grow. We're also a member of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and search for the Movie Guys Podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network. Um, we didn't actually, surprisingly, we didn't drink at all tonight. I have to get up at 6.30 in the morning. I have to go to Cleveland, of all places, and participate in an Alzheimer's walk. Oh. Yeah. I would uh, ask for donations, but... Uh... It would be too late. Too little, too late. If you want to send me a donation, I will forward it to the yeah. Alzheimer's. My sister works for the Alzheimer's Association, so um, you can Venmo me. Fuck, uh, what's my Venmo? Email us at forwarddistraction <laughs> at gmail.com, yes. and I'll send you my Venmo. Yeah, it's better not to... Don't put it out there, you know, for the masses. If you got Venmoed... I mean, they... like a lot of money and like n- n- not for this. Just let's say randomly like, you know, you had some let's say you had some fans and they've just Venmoed you some money. Would you like send it back or just keep it? So college game day, this uh, this little tan, this just happened. Little tangent here. They hold up funny signs when the guys are at a certain college talking about the college football game. Yeah. And they hold up funny signs. It, it's a tradition they do. So just a couple weeks ago, this guy <laughs> was holding up a sign and said, Need to buy a case of bush light. Venmo me. And he wrote his Venmo. He did it to be funny. That's a funny thing. Yeah. So he was drinking bush light. He got Venmoed like $16,000. That's how much people saw that. Like, oh, that's funny. I'll send him a buck. You know? That's a lot of bush light. Yeah. He donated it to charity. He bought himself one case of bush light <laughs> and he donated the rest to charity. I, th- I, I find that guy's name out. And let you know because it was great. It was a cool thing he did. So you're saying you would donate to charity? Yeah, I mean, I would. I would. Would, yeah. would you? Would you? Would he be a worse person if he took that sixteen thousand dollars and gave like ten grand to charity, but then pocketed six thousand dollars for himself so he could pay bills and shit? Would he be a terrible person? He gave more than half of it to charity. Yeah, maybe. Would he eat the Impossible Whopper? That's what I want to know. <laughs>